Hey guys, this is the Digital Marketing Happy Hour podcast with your hosts, me and Dre and me. <laughs> and you say say your full name. Dre Sean to the Ryan. That's what's up. I'm Cynthia Sandoval. Uh, we filmed a complete episode, completely like off the cuff. We were literally just fired up, like talking so much shit about like people in general. You know us. No. Yeah. We- we just went off like we rambled and we went off the energy was good and then that we were just like you know what that's our first episode this is an episode we don't even have to like plan for this like when you guys see this you're gonna get super hyped i can't wait for you to check it out it's, it's, it's amazing it's gonna be really good so we talk about mindset we talk about bridging performance marketing and brand marketing both with seo and Eat. branding and, and dehumanizing seo i mean humanizing seo right understanding the ingredients that you need to bake a cake you'll understand that when you're watching this we're not actually talking about cakes um but (laughs) (laughs) but there's a lot that we cover there's so much that we cover and it was super exciting yeah i think um i would love your feedback this is our first episode it was really just running gun we were honestly just genuinely having a conversation and we just got a little heated and then i secretly started recording and then towards the end we're just like yo this is our first podcast episode so this is it guys i'm just gonna go straight into it we're gonna get an editor to edit that part together and uh yeah enjoy let us know how you uh feel in the comments let us know peace Honestly, when i first started i guess one of the biggest um things that i was scared of and, and it was like in the job role right was using google because it was like okay well I don't want people to think I'm a retard, right? But then, <laughs> seriously, like I didn't want people to think I was a retard. I didn't. I wanted people to think that I thought because I remember, like when I first got started in this, I had never worked in an office job ever. I, you know, or I had never worked with a client or nothing, so I didn't know anything. So I was learning everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it was like, damn, if I Google this, they're gonna think that I don't know what I'm doing. So like, I remember sometimes I used to go outside and like, hey, I'm going outside for a walk real quick and just Google on my phone. And then after a while, like, I remember when like, when I first had that aha moment was like, I was sitting at work. And my manager came to me, it was like, hey, how do you do this thing? And I was just like, wait, you don't know, like, I didn't say this, but I was just thinking to myself, wait, you don't know, you know how to do this? I think it was like setting up tracking on Google Analytics. I think it was like something so simple. And I was like, wait, you don't know how to, you know, in my head. And I'm like, wait, if she doesn't know, then like, she probably doesn't know a lot of stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't have to feel bad for Googling anything. And then Chris, Chris Cudmore, actually, he told me that he was like, it's like, yo, I was like, man, I don't want to Google stuff at work. And he was like, Bro, Google stuff. What are you talking about? Like he just he like yelled at me. He's like he's like bro, Google stuff, Google stuff. He's like, that's part of your job. And I hope I didn't kill your, your you and your your headphones. No, stuff. I was just fixing my hair. But no, <laughs> Google. <laughs> but he was like Google stuff, and I'm like, damn. You know what? He's right. And then like after a while, I start to realize that like what most people don't realize. First off, if you're a, in my opinion, if you're a marketer especially since like a lot of stuff is so focused on Google, Google's your main tool. If you're not using Google right now, if you're not using Google to figure out the problems that you're having, regardless of if you're in a job or if you, you have clients or whatever you're doing, like how do you expect to level up? Like the same, all the top, like this is not 19, this is not 1999, right? Or when to Google, this is not 1980. 
right? Um, we have a resource. Why not use it? Take advantage of it. Use it to the best of its potential, you know? And we're at such like a time where information is so readily available. When people didn't have answers, they'd have to like drive to a library, yep. look up the directory, like see, you know, what book, go to look at a dictionary even. Yep. Like uh, it, it, we're just at such an advantage in today's day and age. And, but the Thanks. fact that like, okay, so we, you, all these tools are available because the reality is the tools are available for everyone, depending on your resources, more or less, and mm -hmm. depending not just your resources, but I think it's also your mindset and where you're at in life. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes people just automatically cut themselves out of the race without realizing they have all the potential to run that race. Right. Why'd you cut like, yo, I can, yeah, like, I can understand that? like if you don't have the physical ability or whatever, but the majority of people do have, they check off in all the average, all the areas that you need to check off in, mm -hmm. but they just wrote themselves off. Cause they were just like, I can't run. I'm like you have right. legs, like, you right. Know, you could run, you won't be, maybe you won't be good at first, but you could win like a race or two. Like, right. There's a lot of fat people, you know, right. like, right. and, but you said something like that mindset, like of some, like you were afraid to Google cause you didn't want to seem dumb. Right. Right. That right there is when like you screw up in anything that you do when your insecurities get in the way That's a fact. of your potential. Facts. Like one of the greatest assets that you should, that I've met all the greatest like business leaders is that they're led by curiosity. You tamper your curiosity when you lead by Facts. your emotions or you lead Facts. by your insecurities rather. Facts. Like that holds you back automatically. If you didn't have that, imagine like your potential would be absolute. There would be no box to it would open be, your potential. There would be no container. So it's like not only you were limited because of your insecurities. Yeah, which is a mindset thing, your insecurities. And because like you didn't allow yourself to be passionately curious. But then when you fully step into that, like you're just it's like, wow, different. I could figure everything out. Facts. Like it's I've like, never been afraid as of recent, like starting off, I remember I was afraid, like, I don't want to break that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> now it's like, as long as I have a reason as to why, and, and I back that up by data, this is, this was made, this is a uh, me coming from experience now because I did break shit and yep. whatever. As long as I have some kind of hypothesis that is based off of data, based on the historic, uh, the, the data and the account historically, and based on what I know about the landscape and based on what I know about the, the client's business model and the business as a whole, I don't feel scared to recommend something because Facts. at the end of the day, no one knows anything. Facts. You test it and you Facts. see accordingly. And then understand like what you test in that minute time frame might be completely different from, you know, like the results might be completely different in another time. For example, everything that you do in Q1 retest it in Q4 when you have more budget, like, right. Cause mm -hmm. it might've not worked when everyone's mindset was, was a X, Y, and Z kind of way versus everyone Facts. wants to buy more and buy gifts in Q4. So try it again. If you have Facts. more budget, try it again, you know, it might be completely mm -hmm. different. So it's like, people don't take into account like all of these different things. And instead they're led by their, their insecurities and emotions. And then they blame themselves. And then they're just like, I suck. Just because someone says that you have the blame for it, that's not true. Like right. assess the situation as a whole. They're such bad communicators that and, and bad strategists and kind of shitty as people. I, I've been a shit person because I like 
they don't take into account the entire, like all of the moving parts within that one situation. And then what they do, they blame it on you. That's why last click attribution sucks because right. it doesn't tell you the picture of the whole story. Right. But that's, that's the, that's the, that's the understanding. That's the situation. And that's like why business coaching and just having a mentor in general will always be your competitive edge because you're allowed you're granted perspective more than anything. Someone's been there, done that X, Y, and Z. Here's how to avoid that. And here's how to ease the mental anxiety around that. And here's how to like fast track all of that. And here's how to actually reach your utmost potential. Here's the fucking blueprint catered specifically for you. Facts. That's a fact. Nah, that's, that's a hundred percent true. It's like, and, and you kind of, like you said, you have to go through that stuff, you know, like you have to break stuff. You have to, fix it again. I remember the first time, man, I remember the first time I was working on a website, not the first time, but like one of the times I was working on a website mm-hmm. and I didn't back it up. I didn't back up the site and I was like doing some SEO stuff and then I broke the site and I couldn't, like, there was no way for me to even fix it because I didn't have a backup. At, well, that's what I thought, right? And so I'm like, oh my God, like I broke the site. Like, what am I going to do? And I got lucky because I was like, oh yeah, I could just call the hosting company. Yep. But originally it was just like, well, you don't know that, you know, the only way to figure that stuff out is to, you know, test, do everything you can do, try to figure out how you're going to be able to fix these things and, and really just put your emotions to the side and start thinking logically, you know what I mean? And so like, not a hundred percent, I agree. Like, it's just crazy how much your mind can limit you. You know what I mean? Even with, I see that working one-on-one with people. I'm like, damn, you have everything. Right. It's just a mindset thing. Right. Even with like, or like the, the whole, like the, uh, the copycat syndrome or copycat phase, right. Where people are like taking things and they don't even have a full understanding of what they're doing themselves. Like this happens on YouTube. A lot of the reasons why people can't progress because they go on YouTube, they go watch what this person's doing. They don't most people don't even understand the concept of why this person is doing that. Yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, I don't like theory and concept, but you need to have the theory and concept to know why you're doing what you're doing. If you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing fundamentally and you're just changing something, then how are you like, like how, how can you, how are you determining whether or not this is going to work in your specific situation? And that was a problem that I had like in the beginning. Same, But I think that's a natural way of things though. Facts. Like, the next level is, building intent and understanding that's the that's how you level up because exactly. you have to you have to cop like i have like you know i i hate it when people copy shit but like at the same time I, it's, no <laughs> it's infuriating but at the same time like that's how you start like copy I mean, I think there's there's also nuances to that. You don't like there's right. legalities as well. Yeah, exactly. And also, you don't want to burn bridges. That's a horrible thing to do initially in your career. Like that's the worst thing you could do, in my opinion. Facts. Like your whole goal now, like when you start your career, is to build bridges everywhere. Facts. Build bridges, build connections, build you know connections with people, build your tribe, all of that. Yeah, but, like don't don't copy someone's like entire LinkedIn and, profile or something. And then, <laughs> then you're like, why does that person block me and everything? You know, like <laughs> you just limited yourself. But what, regardless, like you all, you do need to copy to some extent. Like, and then the next level of that is not doing exactly like what someone is 
not copying piece by piece what someone copy is with doing. In, copy with intent like mm, co copy creatively because the best artists steal but they facts. take a little bit of like what i do is like i don't actually see i formulate my own thoughts but I do take a little bit of the year that took a little bit of that. That's why I've been reading the Bible lately. Like I'll, I'll, cause I want to understand, like, that's the kind of like the, the model of Western civilization and how we build our laws and our ethics. So it's like, it's, mm -hmm. I think it's a great book to understand and to read. So I, I want to understand that. And like, I, I'm really much, I'm very much into like stoic philosophy now. Like before I was like really into like, um, Japanese philosophy, but now it's like, I want to have an understanding of different thinking frameworks. Cause I think that's mm -hmm. the next level. But mm -hmm. that's the next level probably for anyone, like just mm -hmm. taking the next step in understanding why someone did X, Y, and Z. Like let's exactly. tie it down to marketing. Cookie cutter tactics don't work because each and every business has nuances, mm -hmm. not only by the way they, they form their business and their internal structure, but their business model and the overall landscape. So what I tell this all the time, what works in this account on Google is not going to work on that account. Sometimes right. you can test, you can check if that works, but you're going to have to tweak accordingly and you can have a framework. I have a framework that I always go to, but I'm always, I'm always modifying that framework for each and every client. You know, like obviously it's top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. You want to, you want to make sure that you're targeting based on user intent, not just on, on Google, but on Facebook as well yeah i get that but that might look differently like right per, per account because right. maybe they have a smaller SKUs versus an account with a large amount of SKUs. maybe they don't even have that much data available so you can't optimize directly off the bat for purchase i don't know like, right it's just cookie cutter shit doesn't work and if you're like i think if anyone is trying to like break out of the mold the reason why you're stuck in the fucking mold is because one, you don't realize you're in the mold and two, you're not thinking for yourself. You're not thinking critically. You're not thinking with intent. Facts. And you know, it's crazy that you say that because one of the things that I teach people is like humanizing. Cause I feel like, I feel like a lot of SEOs don't like they dehumanize SEO in a way, like, because they just focus more on the, on the, on the algorithm and all this stuff, right? And on the data and the tools and this and that. So I'm like- Such a beautiful way to put it. Right, like we need to humanize market, like humanize SEO. And you can see a huge disconnect with a lot of SEO people because like they'll understand the algorithm, but they won't even understand like, okay, what, you know, the brand, the brand strategy or like even just marketing things in general, like they won't understand like what to do once that person comes to the website or they won't understand like, um, you know, if there's no volume, like if they, if they're looking at a keyword research tool, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day, an SEO person looking at a keyword research tool types in a, a phrase, there's no volume. Oh, nobody's looking for it. That's not true, right? Like just because you're typing it in on, on Google Keyword Planner, you don't see any volume, doesn't mean that people aren't looking for it. What you need to do is you need to find where your audience is at and ask them the questions and identify the commonalities between how they're answering those questions. And then based off of how they're answering those questions, then you can start to pick out phrases and, 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 and try to figure out, okay, what is this person saying? Let me see if there's volume around that. If there's not, you can still try to go for it. You can still try to get yourself out there for that. And the reason why is because I've, I've done SEO and I've literally tested things where it's like, oh, this has zero volume. And then I'm ranking for it and I'm getting like 10,000 people to my website because I did it that way. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like people try so hard to like, they pay too much attention to all this stuff and they don't realize that you got to clear the noise you have to really think about it from a human perspective. Like humans dictate the algorithm. Humans dictate 
what Google is doing. Humans, like it's the consumer, right? So like you need to take a step back and stop looking at the tools, but look at what are people doing? And once you do that, once you, once you have that full understanding of that, then it's so much easier to have that clear picture of what you need to do to get to that goal that you guys are trying to accomplish, right? And so I think that that's one of the biggest things that I see as well with just working with certain people or working with like SEOs or working with like people who are just too focused on the algorithm or too focused on this, this cool shiny object. We need to focus on people. You know what I mean? Focus on people. I think that's like the same thing with paid media because everyone's so focused on like this. I think that's the issue with performance marketing as a whole. This is why like my perspective, I think I've told you this before is like brand driven performance marketing, because sometimes we have to sacrifice profit in order to build traffic to your site. And sometimes we can allot that depending on everyone's budget, depending on your revenue, depending on how much you can allot to marketing, yada, yada, yada. There's nuances to everything. We get that. Um, you need to build your overall funnel, right? You need to like build high quality traffic. Sometimes you, you could definitely like SEO is only going to help that. That's why Facts. SEO and PPC go hand in hand. I don't Facts. like to even have work with clients that don't have an emphasis on SEO. Cause that to mm-hmm. me is a, that, that shows me that you're not, you're not building like a robust marketing strategy here. Facts. You're going straight for the, you're going straight for the transactions, but if you build a brand, you transcend, you transcend like what's going on on the day to day. Don't get me wrong. P and L reports are important on a day to day basis and what you measure, you manage, but at the same time, you need to think big picture in the sense that you need to understand the importance of brand. And to me, branding is not a logo. It's not like nope. you're the fucking colors that you use for the psychology of shit. And like, f- fuck that. <laughs> I mean, there's some. How many people that? think that though? Like, so many people think like, yeah, I'm gonna slap this like this logo on this thing, and that's my, my logo bra- means everything. <laughs> my website. Listen, it's the content of your website and how you position it. There's so many other things, but at the end of the day, uh, what's important for your website, what's important for all your paid media campaigns, your SEO campaigns, your SEO efforts in general, is um, the end user. Facts. Like one thing in CRO which goes hand in hand with paid media, because if I'm sending traffic to your website, I want to know that it converts. So I'm very much focused on CRO. Does what you position on the website align with user intent? Facts. Meaning, are you talking about a problem that you're solving for them? Are you clicking with them? Are you really like having a deep understanding of what it is that they're going through and their pain points on a day to day? Mm -hmm. You know, that's extremely important. That's a principle in CRO. That's a principle in copywriting. That's a principle Just, in selling in general. Yep. And that's what, that's what we're in the business of. We're in the business of selling. Facts. So you need like bridging that, like there's, they, they, they all connect and there's importance in all of that. Like top of the funnel versus bottom of the funnel. I think the thing that people like people that are very into branding and the main difference between branding and performance is like people in branding, they don't tie it to like a, a measurable goal. Right. And the, you know, a goal that actually moves the needle for the business. Unfortunately, they tie it to impressions. They tie it to yep. that. That's not really moving the needle for the business, you know, cause you don't know if those impressions even mean anything. They don't, if they're not transacting right. or performing, whatever your conversion goal is. Um, so like, that's why it's like bridging performance and marketing, like, having emphasis and understanding the importance of SEO, having understanding the importance of running, you know, like awareness campaigns to some extent. I personally don't do that too much, but like I I'll focus that. Like I re- prefer their efforts in SEO as opposed to me throwing money at just impressions, unless nice. there's budget to spend, but I don't really work with people like that. Um, 
having an emphasis on like building the top of funnel all the way to the bottom of the funnel, having an emphasis of building an entire ecosystem, like mm -hmm. not thinking short term, not thinking day to day, but thinking, you know, week to week, measuring all of these things is important. I measure all of these things, <coughs> but also understanding like how you're doing quarter per quarter, then measuring all of that so you can measure that and look back on that to see how you do the next year, you know, comparing that to the previous quarter, the, the quarter Thanks. from the previous year, you know, like Thanks. build a brand. Don't just Thanks. look to transact immediately, Thanks. you know, like, Thanks. cause you'll get blown out of the water. There'll be a co competitor, you know, that's why you and I, what we do, like they can be copycats here and there, but when you have a brand and you tie it down to performance, like that's the winning Thanks. formula. Like you can't, you can't outrank some shit that's just, the, the it's 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 the secret sauce like i said right it's exactly the sauce. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't make the sauce because you don't know the fucking recipe you don't know you it. can't recreate who i am you can't re recreate who you are like it's that's just, a fact terry told me that once he because he was like the, our business coach he was like you can oh yeah he was like yeah take everything i was like what he was like you can copy and whatever that, that's fine i don't care and i was like what I'm not first off, I wouldn't do that, but like why do you say that? It was like it doesn't matter. That's you know, how like, he speaks. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, what do you like okay, can you elaborate? He's like, listen, you can take whatever you want, you can copy it, whatever, but at the end of the day, you can't recreate who I am. Like it's how I deliver it. It's my unique experience. That, you know, I was just like, yo, facts, that's exactly it. That's a like, fact. So if you work on your brand and then you tie that into performance marketing to scale that, you win. Unless nice. you want to use like paid media as like some kind of testing, that's different. Like, you know, that's nice. a completely different intent. And that all goes down to like the leveling up, like understand your intent first and then nice. kind of like build on top of that. It goes full circle now. That's a fact. And understand also like what channels just work better for the business that you're working with. Right. Sometimes paid doesn't make sense. Facts. Like, like somebody t came to me, was talking about like, Hey, I'm doing paid media, you know, for a restaurant. What should I do? And I'm like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, like you I don't be on Google my business or like, right, like advertising maybe. Exactly. You know? So, I mean, even in certain situations, I've heard that you know even offline marketing strategies work better for some businesses right like i've i've heard that before oh yeah like direct mail yeah you know yeah. so or like cbd apparently right? it's like a big strategy and it makes sense right and it's just like assess everything look at everything don't just look at this one thing and j just because you're so fascinated by it because at the end of the day your job as a consultant whether you're an seo consultant whether you're a business consultant whether you're a paid media consult, whatever you're doing is to be able to be that person that when that client is coming to you saying, I need this for my business, you can either say, yes, you need this for your business, or you can say, no, you need to do X, Y, and Z. There's nothing wrong with telling that client, no, like this is not what you need to be focusing on. And then you can, you, if you want to, if you want to get that client, you want to work with that client that you just show your area of, of expertise in marketing, your fundamentals, your knowledge, the things that you've, you've gained throughout your years of working with different companies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I think that, I think people just, first off, I hate the fact that people, A, like overcomplicate certain things as well. Like people over, like, it's just too much. It's like so you, much overkill for everything. It's like, oh my God. It's so crazy. Like you'll, a, a client will come to you and be like, Hey, don't get me wrong. Like if I'm talking to you or if I'm talking to like, you know, Terry or Chris Cudmore or like, all these people, then I'm, I'm probably going to geek out and talk about all this, like 
yeah, you know, you, the JavaScript is blocking the critical rendering. But if I'm talking to a client, I'm not going to sit there and explain to them, oh, the reason why your web page is loading slow is because your, Java, your JavaScript is stopping your HTML and blah, blah, blah from loading. I'm not going to do all of that, right? No. Your Unless website, they ask. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. But most of them are not even going to, they're going to be like, okay, I don't care. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? They're going to say, okay, my website is slow. Can you fix it? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. No, it's the like, same thing with paid. People go really hard and like, like, I think like the biggest thing is step outside of the business manager, step outside of the ads manager for a second and take a, understand like your place within the, like the context of where your efforts lie and how you're actually moving the needle, whether or not, or whether you need assistance from another marketing channel or whether there's like another issue with like even how the business is structured, maybe like there's just so much more you could take into account. But my biggest gripe with ads manager people or uh, Google ads specialists versus Facebook ads specialists is they stay so stuck in the technicals. They neglect strategy in every way, shape and form to be a good marketer is to be a good strategist. You're essentially Facts. solving problems. Uh, and also that's, that's why the best marketers are the best business consultants, the best business. That's a fact. Best business leaders. Facts. You know, like this is something that I, I try to teach just by the exposure of the different business models that, that I, I have access to, or just like my stories in general on like how businesses are structured and how, you know, whatever. But like, I try and teach that every, in order for you to do a good job as a marketer, a performance marketer, SEO or PPC or uh, Facebook ads, whatever, you need to understand business. Like you need to understand how businesses generate revenue. You need to understand how businesses are just because you see money on the back end of their Shopify account, how much of that is profit Facts. calculate, you know, how, you know, their overall efforts in other areas. Sometimes like if a, I notice this at the agency, like if a client is really frustrated with you or whatever, there's usually like some kind of underlying thing. They don't out outright tell you. The client is never happy when you, you know, you're bringing a fuck ton of money into their account. But sometimes they could be like, if you can assess, like, I don't know, the way I make my clients happy, specifically like with one we were just talking about, uh, standing desk, he will say, he will trust me so much that he'll say, I'm spending X amount with this person. Do you think that's a solid investment? Yes or no? Is that moving the needle? Obviously, I have to take a dig into the account. I have to look, you know, like how, you know, how important is this for you? And, I'll, and then I'll assess and I'll say in the long run, it's absolutely necessary. Are you paying a lot right now? Yes. But test, <laughs> see nice. how long, you know, give him like a three month kind of runway and see whatever. Because he was like hiring for like really dumb things. Like he was adding, he was hiring like an, a data analyst that was like i basically do, do that, that. Yeah, more yeah. or less like if yeah. you need different kind of reporting that's something that maybe your assistant could provide you know like, right and and if you need access to certain data just tell me so that you could put together your full report right you know like you don't necessarily uh. but yeah we basically just had a podcast episode <laughs> that's a fact right like it's just <laughs> We just like it's crazy. Natural conversation just turns. <laughs> this is why. This is why this needs to continue. So, post, so post this in the group. I, 
I am. Okay, I'm gonna upload. No, like today. Stuff. Like no, no. Let everyone see this. I think this is a good. I'm thing. uploaded unlisted. Like have it unlisted. Oh, you want everyone? Okay, so then first let's. let's this let's, is fire. This it is, is fire. But let's end the let's end the episode now properly. Yo, we gotta we'll re-record another and in- intro. let's go let's go let's go okay so this is the end of our podcast the marketing happy hour the digital marketing happy hour we just literally recorded an impromptu episode we were honestly just firing off we were having a meeting to talk about filming an episode tomorrow and then we just went off on all the shit that we hate in marketing and that's how you get a marketer to never shut up so uh thanks so much for listening thanks so much for watching and also dre thanks so much for like being you <laughs> yo thanks so much for being you like you got me super hyped right now and i know everybody who's watching right now is probably super hyped as well so like if you're hyped leave a comment below and tell us what you want us to talk about in the future so we can continue to make this type of content but we we greatly appreciate your support in watching this yeah thanks everyone peace